Welcome to Kinder Things. I'm your host, Mike Shaw. And on this podcast, we're embarking on a journey to get a glimpse into the wondrous world of kindness. I'm as excited as you are to meet new guests, hear their stories, and learn from their insights. Just trying to make this podcast a platform for the little things, because that's where we see the real magic of life at work. Thanks for listening. wonderful guest today. Her name is Shatira. We met six years ago and randomly got reconnected a few weeks before recording this episode. She told me an amazing story, which unfortunately revolved around the death of her longtime friend Matthew Larson, aka Pipus the Wise. She'll be sharing that story with us on today's episode. If you'd like to follow Shatira on Instagram, it's at americantiven. That's at A-M-E-R-I-C-A. N-T-E-V-E-N. Chatara, hey. Hey. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, it's funny, like, you're here, basically, I had a little swirling synchronicity, like, kind of kindness thing that led me back to you. Um, I was walking down the street, and my hairdresser ran to her on the street. She's a you know, maybe 60-year-old Vietnamese woman. She sees me, gives me a big hug. Michael, how are you doing? You know, haven't seen you in so long. And I didn't even know she knew my name. And then she pulls a sandwich out of her bag. It's It looked delicious. It was like a roast beef on a baguette or something. And she's like, here, take the sandwich. I was like, what? No. That's so cute. That's that's yours. (laughs) So she, she was like, yeah, you have to eat. So take the sandwich. And I was like, all right, thank you so much. Uh, and then I get to work and there you are. I haven't seen you. I've seen you maybe like twice over the past few years. And you came into Honey's that day and you got a tuna melt. So I figured since I had already eaten, then I'm giving you my staff meal. And it was kind of a pay it forward sandwich day. And that day, you know, it was just really nice to see you and catch up. And you mentioned a story was pretty mind boggling. And I'm going to pass it over to you so you can share that with uh, the listeners. Yeah, I, I appreciate it when I told you the story that you. Uh, yeah, de- that you reacted in such a way. Dude, it gave me um, chills for sure. I don't feel like a particularly good storyteller, but I have a place to start. Yeah. Because today, so you mentioned this podcast when I told you that story. A few mm-hmm. that was a couple or a few weeks ago now. Yeah. When I came into Honey's and then said that someday in the future it will happen soon, but like just someday. And then <laughs> like a week or so ago, maybe or maybe a few days ago, actually, you just sent me a message saying, "Hey, this is the day that's going to happen." And I was like, eh. "Like I saw it, and I I don't know. I have never done this kind of thing before, and I feel nervous about." It's for reasons. As, but, was, as um, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I felt assured by the fact that it was uh, reassured by it being your first time as well. But yeah. um, so I, this was, I think Monday you sent me this message and you told me that it would be happening on Thursday and Thursday was just kind of like 
and it was just Thursday, right? A random day. But I knew yeah. that the date of August 15th, mm -hmm. and it's the first year that it's important to me at all, uh, is the, today's the end of the five-year anniversary of me meeting the person who the story is about. That is so wild. Which is insane. And it's a full moon tonight. It's just... It, is a full moon so, tonight so that is bizarre. so crazy <laughs> oh man so wow I'm, that we are here at this moment in time and space uh, it's pretty oh, wild fuck. <laughs> damn that is just so yeah wow so <laughs> in june of 2014 i went to governor's ball music festival and always wanted to go was one of my first times being at a festival i remember there being two sets like some time in between two sets that i like cared about and so you know you like wander around aimlessly and maybe stumble upon something and i didn't know who james blake was and i stumbled upon james blake's set which is the greatest thing that ever happened to me nice. and it was fucking incredible and i remember getting there and immediately as soon as i like happened upon this thing that was happening I was like, what the fuck is this? Like the air just like standing in the crowd in that space. Like yeah. a festival is just like so everything's all like kind of together and all the energy is mixed up. Like, but within that space, it it was certainly its own thing. A little sanctuary. <laughs> yes. Like me. a sanctuary. It was exactly what I thought. I feel like I got there sometime in the beginning of the set because I remember watching him for a while. But the last song that he played, and I think he played it as a Zag song for several years. I don't think he does anymore. But it's called Measurements. Which and I that song, out. Yeah. yeah, you listened to it. It's beautiful. Did you listen to like a live version? Um, no, the okay. one I checked out was recorded. One on the record is totally different from the way he would do it live. Cool. And I highly suggest listening to that one. I mean, not that it's obviously a beautiful song, but like if you love it, so it's good that you heard it for the first time because I heard it for the first time there, like being in that energy and all bathing in it. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> bathing in it, uh, basking in the glory and. Yeah. So it's cool that you just heard the song for the first time and it's on it because it gets it it gets to exceed your expectations or like what you've known now. Yeah. Because like I heard the recorded version, I was like, oh, this is fine. But the live version is fucking incredible. Nice. Every time I watch like so many live performances of it, and it's just like every time he creates this fucking space, it's so beautiful Dang. and holy. And I, so he played the song Measurements, and I remember when he starts. So before he starts the song, he asks everyone to quiet down and he would like if they wouldn't he would just like not play i don't know i don't want to compare james blake to nina simone but this is the only other time that i've like witnessed this where people would be like this is what the fuck i'm doing and if you don't respect the space that i'm making i'm not gonna play i'm just nice. gonna sit here and look at you you're gonna fucking wait because you're <laughs> going to give this what it deserves that's so awesome. i remember a few times there were like a couple false starts so he repeats these four lines on a loop and he like harmonizes with himself and adds different instruments and such I don't know. I don't know if I should sing the song, but the lyrics are very important. It's, Please fall down. I can't even say it. I have to sing it. <clears throat> yeah. if you, Go for it. Yeah. Please fall down, testing sounds for the deaf and the forest cold. Trees in clouds, testing else trying hard not to be too bold crease your pride telling lies 
that you're not on your own watching their faith and prayers will make you see your bones and then repeats those four lines i literally have chills right now that's so beautiful thank (laughs) you thanks mike shaw you're always very kind uh so man i don't even know how much i can get into it but i mean like I guess let's get into it. So the first <laughs> line, we'll just go line by line because they're yeah. very distinct. Okay, so let's actually go back for a second. Sure. When I came to Honey's that day, mm-hmm. I and I've been there a few times trying to, hoping that I'd run into you. But oh, I yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, so I'd been there like more times across the years. Cool. Just, um, but that particular day, I was coming from the hospice that is a block away from there, 20th and Lombard. Yeah. And because I have recently been doing with myself, assisting a woman who is terminally ill. She is in the transitioning stage now. I've been doing this since April and things have been drastically declining. Gotcha. All the time. And you're and, there uh, for the whole... Yes, and I'm helping her. Cool. And that was the first time that she had been an inpatient in hospice care. We've had hospice services and such. But I visited her there with her best friend, who's also assisting her at this time who isn't around very often. It's actually it's funny that I'm thinking about it because making that connection with you on that day was very important. feels very important. For sure. And so I actually say, was not going to do this podcast until I ran into you that day. No way. Uh-huh. What do you I mean? Was, you were like thinking just, about there it? Was just so, there was self-doubt. And I was just like, ah, I mean, it's a cool idea. And I always have ideas. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. You know, I have all these ideas and I've never really followed through. And I was just starting to overthink and doubt. And then I ran to you and you told me the story. And I was like, cool, I'm following through with this. Damn. So thank you for... Wow, I mean, that means just, a lot to me, Mike Shaw. And yeah, just this whole little spiraling synchronicity like. <laughs> yeah spiraling <laughs> these loops and stuff that's so okay so that's where i was coming from and that's where i saw you and so first line of the song please fall down testing ground for the deaf in the forest cold wow this boy fell or jumped out of a tree yeah in the middle of the winter The second line of the song is trees in clouds, testing doubts, trying hard not to be too bold. He climbed to the summit of this tree and he was quite a bold character. (laughs) Anyone (laughs) would tell you. And I heard the phrase, he flew too close to the sun amongst the people in the preceding days after the ceremony and such. The third line of the song is crease your pride telling lies that you're not on your own. And this is where 
So the song came huh. to me. I don't listen to the song very often, but I heard the song again. And something else is James Blake played at Union Transfer on February 20th, which was two days after the funeral. And I didn't know that was happening because I was so busy with like grieving and such. And like that was all that I was thinking about. Yeah. But um, it's crazy to me that he was here like right at that fucking time That's that like so and I, I, the next day i listened to this song actually it was the 21st that i listened to this song and then i looked him up and then so uh it said what? that he was here yesterday tell last night <laughs> right that's and, ridiculous which is something that happens to me often of all the places uh, on earth on earth yes of all the fucking places <laughs> on earth to be he was here last night that's, that's and so, so i listened to the song and when i listened to it i immediately thought of all the things I'm talking about now, but up until this third line, crease your pride telling lies that you're not on your own. That's where I felt I was stuck. And the fourth line, I knew when I heard this, I had no idea what it would mean, but it's so fucking crazy to me now that it's panned out this way. Um, watching their faith and prayers will make you see your bones. That huh. I knew. I had no idea what it meant, but I knew that that was going to be the key to like healing for me. I've been working with this woman and she is near her transitioning stage now. Uh, yeah. She was living in an apartment that was like a third floor walk up and she's not really mobile anymore. I had to pack and move all of her things. And I found this picture that was in her closet, hidden, tucked away, which was insane to me, <laughs> of her looking so beautiful, wonderful, like black velvet dress. And she's like standing with her shoulders really strong and it's from the back and she like has her profile kind of like over her shoulder and it's like giving this like really sultry like fucking like just like boss bitch ass look over nice. her and she looks like fantastic and long <laughs> gloves and shit and it's like this dramatic ass lighting and painted on this nice fancy ass everything like super fancy right and it's a velvet dress and yeah. just like it looks like fucking like chalk or something just like really shitty kind of like crude painting it's like a skeleton huh on that dress no way fucking watching their faith and prayers will make you see your bones wow isn't that insane yo isn't that insane and that you found the picture yes and then i fucking found that picture it was like tucked away and then i was like like that's so crazy and that's the line that you were stuck on. Yes. And that's what I knew yeah. would be the key to the... Okay. So then there's this movie called Arrival. And all of this came to me because of this movie Arrival where like, I'm really bad at describing the plot. It's really complicated. Yeah. You haven't seen it. But it's like... And it's also just like I have to spoil the whole thing for anyone who has it. Spoil sucks. But <laughs> it's like about time being circular. And I really think and feel... And I feel like this is crazy, but also so is everything in the fucking world. It's 2019. <laughs> that the moment that I saw James Blake play measurements, the way that it affected me, I remember like almost crying and I felt like this is like being at church. I remember thinking that like this is like church. Whoa, like, for yeah. I've always been a spiritual person and I've never really like seen that in a certain way until recently and that's definitely what that was for me and the Felt feeling that, that it was communion. like fucking transcendent yeah and i don't like to use words like that but that experience really was for me and i feel so strongly that me feeling that way and being in that place for measurements it taking me to that place was me anticipating and grieving it was all of it. It was all of it. it encapsulated and all of it. And even this experience that I'm in now with this woman, all uh -huh. of that. I felt it's all of that in that moment. And it was like, yeah. Kind of 
music, live music kind of penetrates that time yeah, space it's continuum. So powerful for yeah. me, and it's so real to me, and it's so crazy that like some dude wrote this song and like played a fucking you know just like yeah yeah like and what did I he- think it's very it's very important to me that people manifest things when they feel like creative or whatever you know there are a lot of people who would have james blake just never felt like writing a fucking song you know like, yeah you know, given me that you know and so i'm glad i'm so it means so much to me that you're like i wasn't gonna do this podcast and I'm now i now. am yeah because like i'm sure like <laughs> i don't know my story is like kind of whatever but i'm sure you have great guests who will like say something that someone needs to hear wow. and that's yeah so i love that i love that very much that's why i'm so glad that yeah dang thank you so much yeah that's thanks like, for having me I always do refer one song to a guest who is on and your song to listen to today. You know, if you can find the time is Little Girl by uh, Danger Mouse and uh, Julian Casablancas. It's okay. such a great jam. Have you ever, you've heard it. No, what? I haven't actually. It's one of his, my favorite by him. Yeah. Um, it's called Little Girl. Listeners at home, it's Danger Mouse and Julian Casablancas, the singer for The Strokes, collaborated on the song and it's great. Should check it out. Also, the voids now. Yeah. Uh, also, I need you to pick a number between eleven and three hundred twenty. In closing, um, you can take a second to think. Don't have to just blurt out any number. Two hundred forty-two. Two forty-two. I have this pocket book of kindness and i'm just going to open to page 242 and read whatever quote is on there okay it's an oscar wilde quote oh my god that's so funny he was my first sorry but he yeah. was my first favorite oscar. no my way first favorite book was the picture of dorian gray of what of, of course this <laughs> would happen so the nicest feeling in the world is to do a good deed anonymously and have somebody find out huh so, Shatira, thank you so, so, so much for being here, for inspiring this podcast to even happening, oh. and for sharing your beautiful singing voice. Seriously, that was incredible. Thanks so much. Cool. Have a great day. Maybe have you on again one day. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. So, the craziest thing happened after the recording of this episode. I gave Shatara a hug goodbye, and she was just about to leave the studio. Jimmy, our engineer, stopped Shatara at the door. He tells her he knows one person in hospice in Philadelphia. A voiceover artist named Violet. Shatara's eyes sink into the floor. She can't believe it. That's the woman that she's caretaking for on hospice currently. A synchronicity of this proportion left the three of us dumbfounded for about 15 minutes. Nevertheless, it was a beautiful moment, and I'm really glad it happened on the birthday of Kinder Things. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of Kinder Things. Hope you've enjoyed the time spent. If you ever feel so inclined to share a story or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to kinderthingspodcast at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at kinderthingspodcast. Have a great night.